boy! Welcome to another episode of Serially Obsessed. I'm Daisy Rosario. I'm Dipti Sarawit. Layla Carrillo. And we are here to talk to you about our obsession with the show, Serial. Today we'll be discussing episode six, The Case Against Adnan Syed. Guys, it doesn't look good for Adnan. No! (sighs) This was a a very full episode. It It was a full episode, and before we jump in, let us just explain a little bit about who we are. My name is Daisy, and I'm a public radio producer. I work on a show called Latino USA on NPR, so I listen to the show and definitely think of it from the point of view of the way they're telling the story, of the way they're making the radio, the way it sounds, all of that good stuff. Dipti, what about you? I'm coming to the show uh, from a perspective as a former prosecutor in Brooklyn, and also a bit just as a South Asian person with immigrant parents. I'm also coming at it from, I guess, like an immigrant parent perspective, although maybe not so much. But I think our friend, Sean, kind of put it best. I hate things that people love. Yeah. Um, And I love cereal, but I will will pick it apart um, because everything that I love, I I also destroy. So, and it's um, some of Sean's direct feedback. After direct feedback, our first and also any fellows out there, I'm available. <laughs> she is. Guys, let's jump right in because this episode, I will say, right after people listen to it, all of a sudden, all the people I knew that had been in the camp Adnan is innocent mm-hmm. were texting me, going, "Oh shit, I think he did it now." Yeah, yeah. Um, I just had a friend text just now that said. Um, He's guilty. He just doesn't seem as pissed off. He just wears his rage. And um, I can understand, though, if you're in prison for 15 years, you can't have rage 24 hours a day. But right. he's talking to a woman who's making a show about it. So, I, And it's not that he has no inflections in his voice or anything. He does get, he does get into the conversation. Yeah. But um, you would just think that someone who's... If you're so wrongfully accused of murder, you would freak out more. Yeah, actually, which brings a great point because I, one, this entire episode is bookended by Adnan getting pissed off. Yeah, that's true. Which is the first time we've ever had uh, show any emotions, really, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, Dip, I totally agree with you. I think it's super weird that he doesn't. If he is so adamant about his innocence, like, he doesn't really show it because he's just sort of like, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm here. Three squares. It's cool. I guess I'm working out. I don't know. Doing stuff. Reading books. Yeah. It's um, not good for him. It just, it makes him sound like he's just sort of like, I'm okay. This is Shawshank Redemption. I'm having a good time. (laughs) But you guys, Shawshank Redemption is so good. Such a good movie. It was on a plane recently when I was flying, and I was like, I cannot think of a movie I would rather watch right now. Yeah. I need to re-see it. Such a good movie. Is it streaming? Who knows? It's You know what? It's on planes. Yeah. And Shawshank Redemption is the law and order of movies. It like If you put the TV on right now, I guarantee you some channel is playing Shawshank Redemption. I don't know. There was like a seven-year period where that was definitely (laughs) true, but it hasn't been true lately. No, that's true. I take it back. there's also nothing I want to watch on now. (laughs) Um, But let's actually dive into the episode of Serial itself. I mean... Sarah Koenig sets it up for us at the beginning that, yes, some of the things that we're going to hear on this episode, she's mentioned on other episodes, but she's just going to lay it all out for us. Lay it all on the line. Here's the whole case. Um, And I think, unless anybody has anything they want to jump into, one thing that really sticks out for me that they talk about early is the phone call logs and how 
he doesn't page her once it's clear that she's missing. That was the first note that I had written down. Me too. Um, because he didn't page her. He didn't page her, even though they're like super good friends. Your friend's missing and you're just sort of like, meh, whatever. Right. And then Sarah brings it up and he gets pissed. He gets defensive. He gets pissed. Yeah. And he's like, I'm getting my information firsthand from school, but this is right after Sarah has Ugh. explained that the school was closed for the next two days. Right. Then it was the weekend. The weekend. Then it was Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. So, so you're gone. Like you never tried once. Right. Because I recently thought a friend of mine was missing. I actually, we hadn't heard from him. He hadn't showed up for like a, a friend's wedding. He didn't answer any texts. And by the next day or like later that night, I was a little like, what's going on? Because we even started mentioning in these texts and emails, like, hey, we're worried about you. Right. And so everyone acknowledged that they thought it was weird and everyone was trying to text him. So yeah, like, why wouldn't you page her at least once? At least once. And then when she brings it up to him, he's he's pissed off about it. He's like, I don't understand what you're asking me, Sarah. Yeah, like, and whoa, yeah, like, that's I a legit question, Adnan. Like, what? I thought that question is very clear. What do you mean I don't understand? This is something in his answers, first of all, that infuriated me. Just the whole thing of not paging her. It's just like that has guilt written all over it. But um, when he is being very defensive of himself and like acting really like kind of more inflections in his voice and everything, he's trying to back himself up. When she gets him on questions that like this paging one that are so huge, then all of a sudden his voice kind of quiets and he's like, I can't explain that. That's his answer to every Everything. damning question. Yes. And yeah. he just he just kind of like it's like he takes a deep breath and is like like pleading the fifth. Well, this also has one of my favorite moments, which is when she kind of lays out how that week sounds weird to her and he's like it's a long pause and he's like so are you asking a question? Yeah. Yes. Oh, weird yeah. moment. Yeah. 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 He was kind of a jerk. I want to talk about um one thing that was at the beginning of the episode. What's that? Uh, Sarah Koenig says, like, very logically, why can't you remember, and she says this throughout the whole podcast, but, like, why is it that you can't remember a day when cops called you? Like, that just doesn't make sense. And at first, he was his answer was, I was high. And then right. he subsequently says, oh, I thought that, like, oh, man, she's missing. She's going to be in big trouble by her parents. So he can remember that, that part, part, but he but can't then remember he's saying, the "Oh, rest I was high." Yeah, and it's like I know that's very specific, but I thought that was contradictory. I don't know that I think that I see what you're saying, and uh, it's not so much that I disagree as much as like I could get him remembering like the moment of the phone call and not remembering six weeks later and not remembering if he had just been at the library earlier or if he had just been like someplace earlier. Right. I could get him like remembering that moment and being uh, like, Ugh. "Yeah, like, I don't know." I don't know that that would make me remember, like, the minutia of a whole day. I think it would make me go back and re-recall everything, yes. though. Because if somebody called me, the cops specifically, and were like, hey, your friend's missing, and we want to know where this person is, do you have any idea? Immediately, even if I'm a dumb teenager, I'm like, these people are calling me because I'm a person of interest. Because otherwise, why would they ask me these questions? Mm-hmm. And immediately in my mind, I'm going to have to start putting together like, well, this is where I was. Like my story. I don't know. Particularly if you're yeah. innocent. I, I don't know. I don't agree. But because I think like it's, let's say he legitimately is innocent, right? So let's say if we're working on the idea that he's, you know, we're giving him the benefit of the doubt to right. start. 
I could see him remembering the rest of the day after. I could see him remembering like, oh yeah, like I got that crazy call and then there was that ice storm. Like I could see him remembering more like the latter half of the day because of that phone call than remembering the minutia of the early part of the day. I could also see how if he just saw her in school, if he is actually innocent, he wouldn't necessarily go to person of interest right away because they're just calling and being like, hey, has anybody seen her? Because she just, like nobody's heard from her. People don't always assume the worst that moment. That moment. I guess. I don't know. I would assume the worst. If the cops are calling me because someone's missing, I'm automatically like this person is, something Mm. is up. But would you think that you are at fault? No, but I would want to piece together at least and try and figure out if whatever memory comes back to me helps. I think if I had seen her a week ago and then I got that phone call, I'd be like, oh shit. But if I'd seen her in like social studies three hours ago and then I got that phone call, I wouldn't necessarily go to oh shit. Even if the cops called you and were like, hey, this person is missing, I would well, go. Well, because they're not going, this is a missing person probably, right? Because it's only been a couple hours. They're going, has I anybody seen her? so, but the cops are calling you because someone's missing. I and, don't know. Like, and you I know just, what? I like uh, neuroses, I guess. You don't get called by cops all the time. You just No, don't. you don't. You don't. And, um. I mean, because it would be different if it was like a friend. It's Kathy, my favorite person, Kathy. <laughs> it's Kathy calling, being like, hey, da-da-da, so-and-so's missing. Then I'd be like, I don't know, who gives a shit? They're gone. But They're... you care if the cops call. If the cops are calling me saying someone's missing, I'm immediately on alert. You know what else was so like, oh, he's so guilty, man, was when they were like, why didn't you page or call her? Which, again, I will say that is the most insane thing. That, to me, is far more damning. But but he says, oh, well, I get my information from Aisha and Krista. Like, firsthand. But, but here's the thing. Aisha couldn't stand Ednan. I doubt they were talking all the time without Hay being around. I think she says she can't stand him. I think that's probably very much colored by the... I think that's a lot colored by what's happened as a result. Especially when you put it in the context of how small their magnet program was within the larger school. They probably legitimately are in classes together all day. But just the fact that he didn't call her. I mean... That's the part that gets me. That part, I completely agree. Right after that, we talk about the note that Adnan and his friend were writing. And then he's writing with, uh, with Aisha. It was with I Aisha. Think so yeah, yeah. Well, the so they don't yeah. hate each other. You're I mean, they're right. clearly no, they definitely friends. Are friendly. If they're especially if they're passing notes to each other and, um, but yeah. So like that moment where you know Sarah Kate explains that it's um, or SK, uh, she explains that you could see that the note goes back and forth and they're kind of picking at each other and making jokes and whatever. And then it says I'm gonna kill and she asks Aisha and she's like that wasn't there. And then Sarah Kate goes. Uh, I actually wrote in my phone. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember note. her saying that. Oh, she does. Like That's you hear it in the background. Like she's like. Uh. Um, and I think, think it's that, really funny. Do you think that someone put that there? I feel like well, handwriting analysis maybe, but they probably didn't. I don't know if I'd be if I were that good to be able to mimic somebody's handwriting, and I especially don't think I would have been good at doing that in high school. Although forging people's signatures, that's a different story. Yeah, because signatures are like squiggles a lot of the time. That's right. They're a little bit nonsensical. Mine especially has gotten more and more absurd as I've gotten older. Oh my God. But like to handwriting itself is much harder. You know, I thought that the fact that 
SK blew this off. Are we going to call her SK forever now? No. I'm no, okay with the back and forth. I'm okay. I'm on board Sarah, with it. Sarah, Koenig, so SK. The fact that she um, said, well, I don't know about this. Like, it kind of seems like cheesy detective novel stuff. Like, she kind of blew it off. I was like, why are you blowing this off? I know. This that's is part huge. of what's funny is, like, the things <sighs> that she gives weight to versus doesn't. And, I mean, some of it, I think... Like she's it's obs- clear from the storytelling perspective that that's stuff she's going to focus on later, but some of it is just her... Blo- and I'm like, I think that thing's weird, but I don't think the thing you're talking about right now is that weird. Like, yeah. the balance of it is interesting. At yeah. Times. Like, I I don't know. Like, she's obsessed with the Nisha call, and she sets it oh. up so much. Yeah. Well, let's, we'll, we'll, let's we'll get talk to about the Nisha call. Let's just talk call. about her now. Um, Layla, I have a question for you. Oh, absolutely. She called her a chipmunk. How'd you feel about that? Oh, yeah. I know. Sarah really likes to animal fight. Is there like a reverse for... Um, Anthropomorphizing. Ath- yeah. Because she... Animal pomorphizing. Animal pomorphizing. Sarah just likes it. <laughs> She's like a little chipmunk. She's like a little chipmunk. She's like a little, little chipmunk. chipmunk. Did that bother you? Um, no, because she really did sound like a chipmunk. She did, actually. She had a very squeaky voice. She was so cute on stage. She was really stage. Cute. It's even <laughs> cuter when you think of her on the stage. Yeah, that's true. She's just like, she, she's on a stage. And she's this like very really like, happened. yes, sir, no, sir. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was, uh... Even I, the cop actually sounds a little taken aback. Like, he's like, thank you. Like, she's like, no, sir. And he's like, thank you. Yeah, she does. She sounds like a very cute cartoon character. I picture um, her to be a very petite girl with very shiny black hair. Mm-hmm. Do you think she had a teddy bear backpack? Because, I mean, it's the time. That is the time. It could have. Um, Maybe. It's possible. She wore a lot of Bebe. Bebe? Yeah, back in 99. She was that. What's Bebe? You don't know. Or Bebe? Bebe? I don't know what that is. She means Bebe. Oh, Bebe. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't she have She wore an, a lot of it. I don't have an image of their clothing, though. I just know that they exist. I, I feel like she wore... I also pictured her wearing, like, silver clothes for some reason. Silver clothes? I don't know why. So she's a river? I remember BB like, being a thing when I was in high school, but... It was huge back then. Was it huge amongst, like, adults? Because you I were was a young, young adult. adult. I was a very young adult. And I just imagined that cheesy high school people... Sorry, Nisha, I don't think you're cheesy, but you have a chipmunk voice. <laughs> Sorry, Nisha. Uh, Nisha. Uh, but since we're on the Nisha call, let's uh, talk a little bit about Adnan's reaction to that. And he's, like, talking about how she has an answering machine. And then SK's like, no, she testified he didn't. He's like, are you sure? Right. Are you sure? She Which doesn't? makes sense to me that he would be immediately on the defensive about that. Because when I first heard that, I was like, whose phone didn't have an answering machine in the 90s? Like, it would be different if it was maybe early 90s and you right. didn't have an answering machine. We've you reached that have an answering ma- point. Of everyone answering has an answering well, machine. In 99, voicemail everyone has an answering machine. Existed in 99 as well. Exactly. I first got voicemail in 98. At first, when I first listened to it, I thought she was talking that he had called her cell phone. And she was like, no, I didn't have voicemail. I'm like, bullshit, girl. Every cell phone has voicemail. Like, what crazy I voicemail it out. system do you have that you I don't never set it up. Was it My her cell phone? She's saying no, it's her No, I think it's her, her home phone. phone. But what's funny is, wouldn't it be amazing if... It was, the problem was the language. And she was like, no, we didn't have an answering machine. But really, they had voicemail. Ask me about an answering machine. I don't have a machine. <laughs> right. Like, I just I think that would be spectacular. Though. And uh, it would be, it would have been. The they, but they didn't line. ask me that. They didn't ask if I had voicemail. Um, I thought that I, you know what I do about this call? I discount it all. I know. And I she's just so into it. it. And I'm like, cool. It clearly I happened at a different time. 
Because of the porn store thing. Well, the, the actual conversation that Nisha's remembering sounds like it definitely happened at a different time. The two minute, the however many right. seconds, right. is, you know, what she can't get past on that day. Which is what I don't all, uh, I don't under, because if Jay had the phone, who's to say that Jay didn't make that yeah. call and just like. He was flirting with her. Uh, you think then. you think Jay was flirting with I with Nisha. Nisha? Well, they were doing something together. They lived far apart, but they were. He was like trying to like get with her. My understanding was that Jay only spoke to Nisha that day because Adnan was just like, "Oh, here's this girl Nisha that I'm like into, but I can't talk to her right now, so you talk to her." But what if he did accidentally dial and somebody answered and they don't know who they spoke to and they just like talked for a minute about how it was a which wrong is number. totally a thing that can happen. That is, possible. you know what I mean? Like That's I don't know. It thing. just seemed like there are other possibilities that I Absolutely. couldn't. Absolutely, I just I don't couldn't think get it's a as worked gun. up. Yeah, I couldn't get as worked up as she was. But I felt like this whole exchange, like talking about that call, confronting him about the call, and like her feelings um, of how he's reacting to her, Sarah's feelings about how Anand is reacting to her. I felt like to me. From a storytelling perspective, this is the episode that says to me, this is the story of of Sarah Koenig on this mission. You know what I mean? Like the way we're hearing her reactions and her emotional state of it and everything. I'm like, I'm conscious of that in terms of going towards the ending of the show. You know what I mean? We're going to have an ending that involves her take and feelings on it. I feel like that's going to be the root of the ending. I think that she's going to tell us whether she thinks that he's guilty or innocent. Like, she'll give us that much satisfaction, at right. least, from watching mm-hmm. it. Like, Maybe. I, th- I, I would hope. I would be surprised if she did. I, I have a feeling that she wouldn't. I think she'll tell us where she's leaning. I don't feel like she'll have a 100% answer either. But I think we'll end up feeling, hearing a little bit about what she's learned. And hopefully it won't just be like, and what I learned about what truth means. So, you guys, what do you think about... All the stuff that happened at Kathy's house. Ugh, okay. It's I a don't... huge, huge part of this entire I'm sorry. Story. Kathy can suck it. I don't really? like Kathy. I don't... Yeah, I'm sorry. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. I just feel like Kathy's that girl that, like, everything's a thing with her. Everything's a thing with Kathy. Because they I love it too. Because Kathy is not her real name. <laughs> Kathy is like, not her... Everything is a thing with, with Kathy. Kathy. Also known as some other real person. Right. <laughs> yeah. Look, they show up to her the house. She's immediately weirded out by it. Her boyfriend, Jeff, is like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. They're over. Like, uh, that's weird. Okay, but just let she him in. She does sound slightly annoyed with Jeff, even in the remembering. Right. Because I think Jeff is like, this is a thing that happens. Like, people show up at people's houses, especially, like, in high school. That's like, that happens. Then she gets all crazy, like, they're just hanging out in their car. They're not leaving. That is also a thing that happens in high school. You just you do, you do just sit in a car, and you are figuring out where you're going next. Who are you I usually seeing? sat in cars, not outside of people's houses, though. I sat outside of people's houses. because you. <laughs> what were you doing? doing? <laughs> that is bizarre. What were you doing? Well, because you would leave that person's house, and then you sit in the car either waiting for that car to warm up please remember that it is the winter and you have to warm up your engine most likely okay, right so you're warming up your car so they're either sitting in the car waiting for the car to warm up or figuring out where they're going to next which is a thing that would happen all the time i don't know how you're sitting in cars not in front of a house unless you're yeah, like on the side doing? of the road where are you parking sitting lots in cars? 
Okay, what? parking lots is a that is an acceptable answer. <laughs> you have to give me parking lots. <laughs> Which okay. parking lots come up a lot in the show as yeah. well. Yeah, so. parking lots make sense. But yeah, I think parking sitting in front of somebody's house for an elongated period of time, and my feeling on Kathy is she probably thinks it was a half hour and it was probably more like 10 minutes, mm-hmm. maybe five. That's fine. And I don't that. think that that's weird. The other thing that I think is interesting about Kathy um, in air quotes, she uses that voice modulator because she doesn't want people to know what she sounds like. And yet, there is tape of her in the courtroom where her voice is not modulated. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Oh, that's really? weird to me. I didn't even notice that. Her voice is modulated, and it's not modulated by much. Like, you can still probably figure out who this person's voice is. If you is. know her if you already. Know her. If you're, like, of that world and you're trying to figure out which person was Kathy, you might remember her cadence. Sure. Yeah, and the way she speaks. Um, I don't find it... I do find um, some of the details really weird. I don't find it that weird that she would remember a guy that she's not that good friends with showing up with a guy she's never met before. I don't like, buy that I don't either. Really know I bet him. if, if like, you interviewed Jen, Jen would be like, yeah, we were friends, but like we weren't like super best. Sometimes we ate popcorn together or whatever. I just, um, no, sorry, go ahead. Um, but I, so like I get that, but I do think some of the details seem weird to me. Like I'm totally with you, Layla, on the idea that like, yeah, they probably weren't sitting out there for 30 minutes. It could have been 10 minutes. But the other thing that comes up is that Adnan receives this phone call and then he's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then they get into this whole thing about how it implies a third person. But I don't think that it necessarily implies that the other person calling like knows that he did it and is giving him a heads up, which is the direction they go with that information. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could see like Aisha calling him and being like, hey, did you hear? Like somebody called me about, hey, like didn't come home. Okay. You know what I mean? And then, right. and then he might have a, re- if he did it, then he might have a reaction to that because now he's worried they're going to call him. But her like Kathy's details are like oh and then like he's on the phone and it definitely like whoever was calling him it was really bad news and I'm like I could see it more that he got nervous about that yeah. he got spooked but not necessarily he's having that thorough of a conversation that's with that's why I don't trust her I feel like she's one of those people that like over exaggerates she's just she's one like of those... the neighbor boy who we also meet yeah and I don't oh, like that kid either we'll except he grows up and then he becomes the normal. neighbor man the neighbor man <laughs> who is just like no I don't I didn't say any of that I I just feel like Kathy is unreliable as any sort of witness because I just think she's that person. She's that person who's like, oh my God, did you see they had like 7,000 of whatever? And it's like, girl, there was seven. Like there right. was seven things. She's just always adding thousands to stuff. She's always adding that. thousands. What do you do? I do that. I, I like her. No, but do you I do don't... that in court? <laughs> no. Do you do that no. in court? <laughs> um, Sarah Koenig says to Adnan, what's up with the Kathy stuff? And he's like, Yeah. I never told you that I wasn't there. What's his and phrasing too? It's like weird. He says something like it doesn't hold a lot of weight for me. It doesn't or, hold. A, it doesn't hold a lot of water. It doesn't hold a lot of water yeah. for him. But Kathy is not the biggest pitcher. No, she is a small Dixie cup <laughs> worth of water. So this you is when he gets into his hard logicking, which makes me uncomfortable. I had a theory at this point, guys, about the murder. Okay, what's mm. your theory about the murder? <laughs> so later, Jay comes back with Jen, right? Okay. Um, to Kathy's house. Right. And Jen is how we know. How, Jen is the good friend of Kathy. Right. And wh- why Jake would even be there. Um, I thought maybe this was purposeful because um, he helped kill or he was involved in the murder. And I thought maybe Adnan killed Hay and caught Jay and Jen together and 
Jay was his only buddy who could help him dispose of the body hmm. in some way. And or he's else he's like, going to tell Stephanie or something. Or, or, hey, like, hey, I just saw you. Yeah, you're going to help me because I just saw you with Jen and you guys were making out. And right. I'm going to tell Stephanie and whatever. And that's why Jay um, and Jen, like, went to Kathy's to kind of be, like... To create a story that didn't even exist. I think if I remember some of my Reddit skimming, like you're not the only person with that really? idea. Yeah, I think I've oh. seen a couple of people posting things happy. like that. So, yeah, I mean, Jen, Jay might have had something going on. Adnan knew about it, used that against him as leverage, or yeah. Jen's more involved than anybody thinks or something like that. I so. think Jen's the third party. I'm start like, I think, yes. I think somehow Jen's involved. It sounds like the two of them were so close, Jen and Jay, that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he, he loved Stephanie, but he had something with Jen and they had... Oh, yeah. See, I don't know if I necessarily think that they had a, like, a, a physical... Yeah, well, or like a tryst or anything. They, had a, they hooked up that day. Right. Okay. Yeah. Or recently. Yeah. Because Adnan probably didn't have any other friends who would know how to do such... Unless Adnan is just like, hey, dude, I will sell you down the river because of your pot situation. Help right. me bury this body. Which, I mean, rational thought is like, who gives a shit? Like, murder Trump's pot yeah. in the oh, rock, paper, scissors. Right. Yeah, yeah, the rock paper, paper scissors. The rock in the U.S. spend a lot more time in jail because of pot than the anybody else. Oh, that's, that's also true. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. they get sent up for small amounts of marijuana that other people would either get a ticket or get sent down to walk away for. That is true. So let's keep that in mind uh, when we're thinking about Jay. Um, We mentioned him. Can we go back to the neighbor boy? Yes. Yeah. The neighbor man. Neighbor man. Uh, Before you say anything, I just want to be like, I don't even know if I want to participate in this conversation because it's just so stupid. Tell me why it's so stupid. Just who cares? That was so dumb and made up and just, I don't have any time for that. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that he made it onto the show. It was yes. interesting to if me. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know it's insensitive. The, the show. I think she probably only but. followed up on it because she actually found in the police file that they did talk to those people. She was covering maybe like, these are a lot of um, red herrings. Yeah. If, if somebody just told her in passing, like, oh, there was a kid who said this, then maybe she doesn't go chasing it down. But because she found in the police file that, you know, this father did contact them. But again, that doesn't mean that it wasn't like made up. Right. Yeah. And Would, the daughter being like, um, I what was think his, name? his name was Adnan. Shut yeah. up. You that was weird. Yeah. Bitch. If you what don't Adnan? know anything about <laughs> this, like, would you really remember specifically that it's Adnan? Adnan? Like, yeah. you wouldn't be like, right. Adnan? Adnan? Like, no. How like many you- Adnans? I've gone to so many schools. I have people from all over the world. And I, it's not like I've known a ton of Adnans. I'm Indian sure. and I've never heard that name before. Uh, <laughs> it's just not a name we hear. Um, but so I, I'm sorry. I called her a dumb bitch. That was very insensitive. And I am a feminist. And I believe in rights. <laughs> just want to put that on the record. Too late, Dipti. We but, all know your secrets. But I just want to say that shut up. Yeah. I See, this is, this is the thing. I feel like there's a lot of people like that. That all of a sudden they're like, oh, I want to be part of this. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. And look, now this is a thing that I'm definitely getting from Law & Order. So I don't know if this is real. Boom, boom. Um, any cops or detective people can correct me if I'm wrong. But anytime that they're like, if you've seen and can postulate more information about this crime, call this number. And mm-hmm. it's just like, 
opening the floodgates for insane people to right. just call and be like, oh, yeah, I think I saw him walking around by the Best Buy, and I believe his name was Adnan. Like, yeah. I, just where did you get that information from? It's so I weird. Because I feel like we were on Neighbor Boy for a little bit. Oh, yeah. We spent at least five minutes yeah. maybe with Neighbor Boy. I'm like, girl, give that mofo like 20 seconds tops. Right. He's like just a, a kid at the time who's just like, ooh, here's like something interesting that happened. I want to mm-hmm. talk to people about it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like it makes sense that in episode three she spent so much time with Mr. S, but... It doesn't make sense. And I know that was a whole different it thing. It makes and, sense because Mr. S finds the right. body. It makes sense. So like, it's yeah. like, This okay. kid's just telling a story. Yeah, so why spend five... Like, why are they spending five minutes on it? Like, we are spending five minutes on yeah, it. Yeah, to me, it just goes back to the fact that it was even in the police file. Um, anything else? Because to me, there's only, like, one thing left that we haven't talked about that I thought was weird. And that one actually goes by really quickly, which is Hay's letter to Adnan. After they broke up. Oh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so it's like... Huge. Yeah, like... Breakups happen all the time and, you know, your life's going to go on and I don't appreciate this going the way it is. Dude, we've already heard so much about how he was handling everything normally. So what was he actually saying to her right. that made her write that? Yeah. I, What's the deal there? What is the deal? Like, I don't even have anything to say to that, but just like, whoa. Right. Right. Which is funny because that actually goes by pretty quick in the episode. It goes by, like, we spend so much time with Neighbor Boy and she's like, oh, by the way, here's this letter that's a little interesting. Herself actually wrote. Yeah. Like, okay, bye, let's go to Kathy. Right? It's like, let's cut to Kathy. Narada, Kathy and Neighbor Boy should get together. And that is the last I will say about those two clowns. (laughs) Um, Another thing, though, that she gave us an example of that I was like, what are you talking? Okay, SK. (laughs) Like, and I love SK, but. Well. I know Layla doesn't. I don't. I don't <laughs> like Sarah. Please. Sarah, if you're out there, I love you. This is one but of those I things. I give everyone shit. We like to pick on Layla about her feelings on SK, but I don't think you could listen to this show and not in some way kind of love her. So, I mean, some people, you know, I know people like hate watch the newsroom, which I used to do, but I just don't have time to do that I anymore. I still do it. Um, I stopped hate watching you know it. I mean? I mean, I, um, sorry, I could just, I have massive feelings about the newsroom. I only saw the first and a, first season and a half, and I was, oh, God, I, I, that is a show I hate watching. Coming so soon, The Hate Room, the hate where room. we recap <laughs> the newsroom with hate. So yes, I actually have to watch it. I would love to record our feelings on hate watching the newsroom because it is just The hate room filled. is a funny enough name that I think we're going to have to yeah. do this podcast while we wait for Serial Season 2 to come out. <laughs> All right. Done deal. Done deal. Anybody oh. else got stuff? I need to go back to the letter for just one second. Yes, please. Um, in a de- devil's advocate sort of play, maybe he was just super bummed out and the letter was just kind of like, hey, dude, you know what? Breakups happen all the time. Take it easy. It's cool. Because they were on again, off again. So maybe at some point he was like, no, let's try and make this work. And she was like, you know what? I met Don. <laughs> you know, at Lens. Don from Lenscrafters. Don from Lenscrafters. He, he drives a, a Camaro. I think for me, the thing that stuck out about it was specifically the wording of the letter where she's like, I don't appreciate the way that this is going. Because that to sure. me sounds like he might be haranguing her more, you know, or, or he's being 
weird, weird. and not like that he's necessarily being mopey or something right. about it in a way right. that he's not talking to other Unless people. he's giving her shit about Don, which is a thing that I could imagine a boy doing, being like, oh, so now you're with Don, he drives right. a Camaro, like, <laughs> you know he's just gonna fuck you and dump you or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's just like, hey, don't talk shit about Don. I mean, maybe All there's of these lots things of things that But that to be... me also points to him being much more jealous about Don than he was letting on. That's Ooh. true. That's very true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, I think that we can conclude that safely. Yeah. 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 I mean, it sounds like everyone should be je- jealous of Don. Camaro, blonde mm, hair, blue eyes. Mm, yeah. Guys, I'm, Lens like, crafters. Teenage Ooh. me is jealous a of a boy like that. He has a job at Lens Crafters. My high school boyfriend was a garbage man. What? Let's not get into it. What did you have to <laughs> I wanted to say that, uh, mainly talk, talking, um, lastly about, again, about stuff about Adnan's tone. Yes. And so, or he calms down when she's giving him like, here's your so guilty statements and stuff. Um, and she says that, uh, well, like he, he's vehemently defending himself. Even he works in the kitchen prison. Oh, the kitchen story. Oh, that barbecue I'm glad story. you brought I was like snooze fest. I don't care me about this kitchen. Too. Me too. Me it's too. as stupid as the neighbor boy. You can make barbecue sauce with pancake syrup and nobody believed him, but he made it. And you know what people don't need in prison in the morning? <laughs> Barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce. Yeah. Why and did she include that? I don't know. I think it's, she was she's like, painting a picture of him. She's trying to oh, also like yes. prove the fact that he is like prove he things. Will, to, yeah. But to, to me, it doesn't make a difference because basically all of that happened as a result of him being incarcerated yeah. for what could or could not be a crime he committed. Yeah. Right. So. Was he always like that? That to me is more interesting than like him doing that recently. Yeah, MacGyvering yeah. some barbecue <laughs> yes. sauce together. I, think, like, but, I don't give a I shit. Like I don't give a shit. SK, I don't. I think to SK's credit though, like the point to her is like, yes, you might find his tone argumentative in this episode, but keep in mind I'm asking him this thing about 15 years and this is this is the pattern he's developed. Well, since. then he needs to make some barbecue sauce out of all that of the day. All of, of the day. Take those 21 minutes and put some pancake syrup in there and make, make a some sauce. barbecue sauce. Yes. Um, also, at the end of the episode, um, Adnan talks about SK asks him, Well, can't you just snap? Like, not like you, it wasn't premeditated. No, not everybody. And he says, not No, a- I thought it was weird that he said definitively in no. this world, no. Most people and don't he's been snap. in prison for fifteen yeah, years. years. Like, and he's met a, I'm years. sure he's met some people like that are capable really of what Adnan calls yeah. Hitler type stuff. Right. Oh, he called it that? He called it Hitler type oh. stuff. Yeah. And he um, also said, like, I mean, it's one thing for like defending your kids. I always thought it, I thought it was funny that like all of his examples, he's like, it's not like I'm snapping at like a bank teller. Like all of his examples right. are things that he has right. like not had any interaction with right. in a very, it's long, a very time. long time. I was like, if, oh, that's interesting. If ever. I don't know what that means. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting how he why he even bothers saying I don't care anymore. And then he's like, no, maybe I do care. I don't care. I care. I don't care. I don't care that people think I care right. or not. And it's like, he of goes, course you care what people goes think. He goes super back and forth on that because at some point, you know, and, and this is, is a thing that I thought was actually kind of cute, but also like, I don't know, that Sarah ends up really opening up to him. And she's like, I don't know. I like talking to you on the phone. We're having a great time, right? Like we're bestos, right? And he's like, Fuck you, Kinnick. You don't yeah. know me. And he throws no, down. Kinnick, you don't know me. He throws down. He throws yeah. down. That to me is why I felt so much like this episode was the turning point of going like, this is SK's story. Because she sounds so 
upset. She's like, so hurt by it. She's like, wait, what do you mean? It's been the first 30 hours. He snapped. He snapped. (laughs) Oh, shit. Make Uh some barbecue, bitch. He just snapped at her. Yeah, he did. After saying he doesn't snap. Yeah. And And no one snaps. But I will give him... I will give him the benefit of the doubt in this particular case because he is sitting in jail. Yeah. Um, They have a lot of free time, guys. They have a lot of free time. Like the art that my dad used to make when he was in prison. How did you have time to make a giant wooden ship in like detail? So they do have time. I could see how he would at first be talking to her and then kind of start realizing like, we've actually been talking a lot. Like, what's the deal with this? Like, what's going on? And then just getting frustrated because it's not going to come to anything really. Exactly. So I do get that. I do. And also... It must be maddening to him. A little bit. But also, I will say this. In the, you know, space of time that he has to really mull this over, he probably is sort of like... This woman has been talking to me for a month. I can see how it can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in jail. If you're in jail thinking you are innocent, and then someone's like, "And we're best friends," and I think you're a real sweet guy, and he's like, "Well, who gives a shit? I'm yeah. in jail." You like, haven't been to visit me, right? Yeah, exactly. This would be an example where I agree with you a little bit on SK being like. Oh, this like ivory tower white woman coming in and being like, we've chatted for 30 hours. Come oh, on. And oh, he's now like, you don't hate I'm my s- opinion. I don't hate that one opinion anymore. I mean, only in this instance. <laughs> just just now. So parting thoughts, guys, because this one was definitely an episode that seemed to turn a lot of people's tides. Like, where are we all sitting on the Adnan did it or didn't do it after this episode? Guilty. I'm still on the G train. I, yeah, I've always been on the guilty, but I don't think I would have convicted with that flimsy prosecution. Totally. And that is still where I but am. But this episode, like, let's put aside whether we would have convicted because that's a court of law and blah, blah, blah. Again, this is, like, the truth of the matter. Mm. Based on all these things that they maybe the jury wasn't allowed to consider or anything that we've heard in this episode. Sure. It's just, like, so guilty. And But the number one reason is that he didn't call Hay or page her. I know. Right. It's, for me, it's not the Nisha call. It's the fact that he doesn't yeah. call her once because it seems right. like it was quite so a tough. habit to be in touch with her. And Three also times so all of a sudden before. you break that habit. Yeah. yeah. That's And bizarre. maybe also that he's so nonchalant about being in jail. Yeah. I that mean, part that. is less mm-hmm. weird to me. And I say that as a person whose dad was in and out of prison my whole life. You have to kind of accept it or you don't get through. Oh, I guess that, yeah, that's yeah. fair. All right, cool. Well, guys, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying us, let your friends know. And uh, we are excited to bring you more episodes very, very soon. So uh, keep listening to Serial and then listen to us. Thanks a lot. Bye. 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 Don't want your love.